Okay, good morning everybody. Nice to see you on Lagba Omer. The one and all. Yes, I did it. <laughs> uh, so I'd just like to spend um, a few minutes talking about Lagba Omer and then we'll go into the, the Midrash that we're going to learn this morning. So today, of course, being the, the great day of Lagba Omer, the Hilula, the Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, uh, with all of the celebrations in Kla Yisrael, and of course the major, major celebration in Meiron. If you get a chance to see some clips of that, it's very, very worthwhile. The, um, there are many, many ideas that really are represented in Lagba Omer. So I'd like to touch on one or two. There's a concept of an or choser. Or choser means a light which shines back. That's one way to look at that. So some say, some of this forum say, the last third of Sviras Omer. The last 17 days, which starts now, last. Tov, 17. That the light of Shavuos is already being perceived. So even though we have not reached that point in time, chronologically, but the idea that Shavuos is there in the future, its light is shining backwards toward us. And when we begin to detect that and relate to that is the last third of Sirah Sa'omer, beginning with Lagva Omer. So on Lagva Omer, the light of Matan Torah is already being perceived. This is what some of the forums say. Now, another concept is that the 49 days of Sira are the gematria of Lev Tov. Lev Tov means a good heart. Lev is 32 and Tov is 17. And the Sira Somer process is about Tikkun Hamidos, about repairing and improving and rectifying our character traits, the way we relate to our fellow Jews. And one of the reasons cited for Rabbi Akiva's Talmidim dying during this time is that they did not have respect for each other. Lo nohagu So we're trying to be metaking that. So Leif Tov is therefore what happens to a person as a result of going through the process of Tikkun Hamidos in Sirah Saomer, that they attain the Lev Tov. That's where all the Midos are rooted in our heart. The last third, where it becomes the most powerful, begins on Lag Baomer. Now, in terms of Midos, each week of Sirah is a different Mida that we're working on. So it's too uh, lengthy to go into the whole explanation now, but in brief, the first week is Chesed, kindness, giving, the second week is Gevura, restraint, boundaries. The third week is Tiferes, that's harmony, blending, balance. The fourth week is Netzach. Netzach means to overcome, to persevere, to be determined, to carry something through. The fifth week, which is the week we're in right now, is Hod. And Hod means thank you, appreciation, gratitude, recognition, acknowledgement. The sixth week is Yesod, that means foundation, but literally foundation, but more so conceptually it's the laws of proper sexuality between men and women, proper boundaries, tznius. And the seventh week is Malchus, which is actualization. Now right now, Lagba Omer is Hod Shebahod. That's the Mita which is today. Why is it, why is it that? Each of the seven weeks is made up of all seven Midos. So each Mida is made up of all seven. 
today is the week of Hod, the fifth week of Omer, and the fifth day of, the, of this fifth week is Hod Shabahod. So what does that mean, Hod Shabahod? A lot of different ways to understand that. I'd like to share one or two with you. One thing, I mentioned this last night at our Lagba Omer bonfire, is that you see over the course of history that there are certain great leaders in Kla Yisrael who in a certain way they are looked at as a pair. They come in pairs. Even though they're each very, very great, extremely great, but there's a certain something about the one leadership and succession to the next which is a pair. So for example, Moshe Rabbeinu and Yoshua bin Nun. So if I were to ask you, ask you, who is the leader of the Jewish people after Moshe Rabbeinu, everybody would say Yoshua bin Nun. If I were then to say, who's the next leader? We'd have to think for a minute. Who was that? But there's a certain pair, Moshe, Yoshua. Now Moshe is compared to the sun, Yoshua is compared to the moon by our Chachamim. So yes, each one stands on their own as the great leader, Moshe, the greatest leader, but there's something about that they come together. Move ahead later in history. Elio Hanavi and Elisha. Elio, one of the greatest Navim, his great student, Elisha. In a certain way, they come together. You relate to them together. If someone were to ask you, who is the great disciple of Elio Hanavi? You'd say, Elisha. If we then say, okay, who is next? We would kind of have to think again. We don't quite match it up. So Elio is Machaye Mesim and Elisha is Machaye Mesim. They come together. And I'll go later on in history. We'll go now to the generation of the Tanoim, which brings us to today's beautiful celebration of Lagwa Omer. Rabbi Yekiva and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Those two people, those two great, great people, in a certain way, they come together. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai today is his Yorzeit, Lagwa Omer. He writes, rather it's written in the Zohar, he, that he says that tremendous amounts of Torah coming into the world on this day, on Lagba Omer, that's one of the reasons we celebrate. The world is flowing with Torah, secrets of the Torah. Rishon Bayochai had a very great person right behind him, that was Rabbi Akiva, his Rabbi. So we talk about Rabbi Shurim Bayochai, and it's almost impossible not to talk about Rabbi Akiva at the same time. And one of the Lagba Omer songs that we sing is, I'm a Rabbi Akiva. He's Rabbi Shurim Bayochai's Rabbi. Now we'll go forward in history again, another 12, 1300 years or so, 1400 years, about 1500 years. Yeah, to the Arizal. So who's the Arizal's great Talmud, Rav Chaim Vital? And in a certain way, they come together. Who wrote down all of the teachings of the Arizal? Because the Arizal did not write himself. His great student, Rav Chaim Vital. All the Kisfei Arizal that we have, they're written by Rav Chaim Vital. He's the Tamil Muvak of the Ariza. Now, a little forward in history, another couple hundred years later, the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid Mezerich. The two leaders of Hasidus, the Baal Shem Tov first and the Magid second. After the Magid, there were numerous leaders. But those two, in a certain way, go together. They were, each one was a single leader of the Hasidus and of that great movement which has its influence so strongly in the Torah world. And then, on the Lithuanian side of that, 
is the Gon of Vilna and Rechaim Belazhener. In a certain way, those two people go together. At the Gra and his greatness, he had many Talmidi, but who was the Tom and Muvhak of the Gra, Rechaim of Elijah? So we have this in history, I'm making an observation, several times where two great people, a student and a rabbi, kind of come together. So the way this strikes me is that this is what Hod Shebahod is. That the first level of Hod is appreciation and gratitude for that which is right in front of us. But the next level of Hod is, okay, but what's behind that? So who's behind Bishurim Bar Yochai? Rabbi Akiva. Who's behind Elisha Eliyahu Hanavi? Who's behind Yeshua Benun? Moshe Rabbeinu. Who's behind us? Our parents. Everybody has this. There's a certain level of who we are, and then there's one step behind us. So Hod is the recognition of that which is right in front of us. And Hod Sheba Hod is the deeper recognition of what stands behind that. And to feel a sense of gratitude, not only for that which is Lefanenu, but for that which is not so well seen that we have to take an extra look and to show gratitude to everything that really came before. So I think Hod Sheba Hod reflects the idea that with Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and right behind him is this great Rebbe, Rebbe Akiva. Yes, Mrs. Franz. Uh, except for Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, yeah. the first one is greater than the second. All the way through. Yeah, and it's, it's very possible Rebbe Akiva is greater than Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai also. Because, you know, people often say Rebbe Akiva was the greatest Tana. Now, once we're talking about people on that level, like, it's very hard to say. Certainly, Moshe Rabbeinu was greater than Yehoshua, that we understand. Elio is greater than Elisha. But it seems like Rabbi Akiva is greater than Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. But again, what that really means, and at such high levels, who can really tell? I certainly can't. I certainly can't. Yeah, please, Linda. Are you saying there's like a soul connection? There's some kind of connection. I don't know what kind of connection it is. There's some kind of connection between these two people that they come in tandem. There's one and then another, and one and then another. And it happens really to the greatest people in our history, as you see from the examples. It's almost like that one person is the leader and then everything he is has to be carried forward one more time before it can be truly disseminated out to call you through. It certainly was the case, for example, with Hasidus. The Baal Shem Tov started to teach Hasidus and became very strong. And then right after him, the Magad. And the Magad, his students became all the Rebbes all throughout Eastern Europe. They were the students of the Magad of Mezerich. So that Hod Shebahod idea is this recognition of what's behind somebody. And then just to take that one step further, that the world which is in front of us is one level of Hod. We appreciate the world that Hashem blessed us with, all the brachas that we have. And who's right behind it? Hashem. You have to go one step behind the obvious to that which lies behind the obvious. That, I believe, is the midah. One way of looking at the midah of Hod Shebahod. Rebison, please. I was saying that the Abba's, there's a certain pairing like Abba and Yitzchak. Mm-hmm. Like Hedeth and Yitzchak is... A certain Yitzhak. bond between Avram and Yitzhak. Mm-hmm. And certainly Yitzhak is who carries it forward. Right. And Yaakov and Yosef. Mm-hmm. Very good. You could see that. There, there you have four Doros. And you could, you could say three and one. You could also say two right. and two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Okay.
Okay, just wanted to share those thoughts with you. And with Zuchusel Shabishum by Yochai, Yogin Aleinu Valkol Yisrael. Yeah, please, yeah. Um, I find it a very satisfying experience to look at things that I'm grateful for in my life and then to stop and think, oh, well, this person told me about this, and because I met mm-hmm. this person, and to see the. A certain chain, right? A certain chain of events. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, that also reminds me of something else along the same line. We're heading towards Shavuos. That's what Sfirah Somer also is. It's connecting, going from Pesach to Shavuos toward Maithan Torah. So on Shavuos, that's the first time a person can bring Bikurim. Bikurim are the first fruits of the land of Eretz Yisrael from the Shiva Mini. So when do you start to bring Bikurim? Shavuos. If you take a look at that part in the Torah about, about Bikurim, a person brings his basket of fruit, it's a big entourage, it's a big simcha going to Yishalayim, a procession, really a procession, and they get and they take the basket and he puts it at the feet of the Kohen. Now what would be enough? You would think it would be enough to say, thank you Hashem for the, for the beautiful land that you gave us and for the fruits that are the, the produce of this land. That would be very nice. I would call that hod, gratitude. But what does he do? He says, Arami Oved Avi. He goes through Jewish history. The person who brings the Bikurim gives a little lesson in Jewish history. That Lovan wanted to destroy Yaakov. That was a thousand years ago. And then, from, from then. And then Yaakov goes down to Mitzrayim and Hashem redeems us from Mitzrayim and he takes us to Eretz Yisrael. And in Eretz Yisrael we take the land and then here's the fruit. We give the whole thousand years of history with this one little basket of fruit. So I think that's also hod shebahod. That when we say thank you, we look at what we have and then we see where does it come from. And placing that, that basket of fruit before our Kodesh Baruch Hu, it was not enough just to say thank you. We really had to see the whole scope of history and what brought us to Eretz Yisrael and how this little basket of fruit contains all of that within it. That's also Hod Shabbat That's also your concept, Gail, like tracing it back one after another. Okay. So we should enjoy the, the fire and the light of the Torah, B'Shom Bar be able to incorporate it into our lives, Bezrat Hashem. Okay, we're going to take a look at um, um, Midrash Rabbah. Yeah, Gail, please. Would be okay if we started the recording? Oh, yeah. Now what do I do? I start and stop again? Yeah. We'll be two separate ones? Okay. So on your we're probably just